Welcome to Coco's Latest Bite. I'm Chef Arlene Coco, a chef, entrepreneur, and culinary instructor. Every week, I'll share my latest bite inspired by nature's seasonal bounty. So pull up a chair at my table and let's talk cooking. You're listening to Coco's Latest Bite with Chef Arlene Coco, a show for cooks who were inspired by nature's bounty. Hello, everybody. Chef Coco here. Welcome welcome to episode number 28. Today, we're going to talk about Tuscan chicken under a brick. Now, the classic Paolo Amatone literally means chicken, a brick, in Italian. This dish originally hails from Tuscany and was probably cooked over the famous Tuscan grill, I would imagine, outside. The photos reflect two chickens being cooked, however, on my website. I give you the recipe for one because they're easy to handle, and if you want to cook two, simply double the recipe for the marinade and use an extra large pan like the one I have. You know, make sure you check my blog and website for the step-by-step directions. Now, this is somewhat of a fussy recipe, but the des- but the results are all so worth it. Now, I'm going to give you some tips. On, ch- on cooking chicken under a brick to kind of get you started. The chicken is traditionally marinated overnight, but if you can't do that, that'll still taste great. If you don't have a brick, another heavy iron skillet will work or a heavy weight. Wrap your brick with the shiny side of the foil on the outside because that will reflect the heat better. After cutting the backbone out of the chicken, Turn it over and press it to flatten it. It's spatchcock um, is the term for this chicken dish. And on my blog relating to this episode, I have a video of a how to spatchcock a chicken. So if you need to refer to that, I have it there. Now lemon zest on the chicken will help crisp the skin and give it some extra flavor. You want to let the chicken rest 5 to 10 minutes after taking it out of the pan, just like a turkey. Chop the rosemary right before you use it, as it will oxidize and turn black if it's exposed to the air for too long. Now, my recipe for chimichurri sauce is on my website, too, and it'd be fabulous on this chicken. You want to pair a crisp Chardonnay with this meal and serve a big green leafy salad and focaccia or roasted potatoes on the side. Now, butterflying a chicken can be daunting if you're not used to it, but it's really an easy recipe. You just place the chicken on a cutting board, breast side down, with the legs facing you. Using kitchen shears or a serrated knife and starting at the tail, cut through one side of the backbone all the way up to the neck. Repeat on the other side of the backbone and remove it. Flatten the chicken, pressing down hard in the center till you hear a crack crack. That's from Campbell's Kitchen. They have um, lots of recipes too for chickens. So the ingredients I used in my dish were whole chicken. Now chicken from the local grocery store works fine, 
Pieces can be substituted, but the whole chicken is way more of a showstopper and looks beautiful. Orange, lemon, and lime, all fresh and washed, stickers removed, citrus adds a bit of brightness and cuts the heaviness of the fat of this dish. Of course, I used fresh garlic. Larger the better for the cloves because they will cook along with the chicken. Olive oil, I used EVOO, extra virgin. However, any citrus flavored oil would really be amazing. White wine, I only cook with something I would drink, of course, provides a finishing taste of the balance of sour and salt. And I love to use fresh rosemary. It works best. The flavor and aroma is difficult to replicate. Now, dry herbs de Provence could be a suitable stand-in for fresh rosemary. It gives a pronounced earthy flavor to the dish. And fresh chives, dry could be used, of course, but chives contribute to the umami flavor of the chicken. And, of course, salt and pepper, your, your preference. I love to use fresh rosemary and chives because near my barbecue pit at home, I have like 10 different pots of herbs, and it's so much fun to just kind of pull them off the stems and throw them on the, the meats and vegetables and things that I'm cooking on the grill. It's really convenient. So the equipment you're going to need is, of course, a grill, a black iron skillet works best, 10 or 12 inch for one chicken, larger for others. You need a brick, heavy-duty foil, a spatula, of course, and measuring cups, poultry shears, and I like to marinate my chickens in a gallon-size Ziploc bag. It's just easy to marinate it before cooking, great uh, for storing and the refrigerator. And of course, you need a stem thermometer. I like to use a bimetallic stem thermometer as you want to test the doneness. Now, you know, all poultry is cooked to 165 degrees, but you can pull it out off the heat at 160 and the carryover heat will bring it back up. Some other tips for great chicken under a brick. Make sure you get the pan screaming hot. Turn the chickens to see where you are in the cooking process if the grill is not even as the heat. It's because it's not even as the heat in the oven. You may have to turn them back over to continue cooking them. I have step-by-step -step photos on my uh, blog and website you can refer to. Now, after they're nice and brown, turn them over to finish cooking. I use a thermometer to check to make sure they're at least 160. Now, I cook over wood fire, which is very hot heat. Um, finish with the garnish of orange, lemon, and rosemary. So, Tuscan brick under the... Tuscan brick grilled chicken, excuse me, the origin of this dish is really from northern Italy, and they've been making it for centuries there. The recipe is going to be one whole chicken, one to two bricks, and for the marinade, you want two oranges divided, two lemons divided, because one you're going to um, squeeze in for the marinade, and the other you'll put on as a garnish later. Six to ten cloves peeled garlic that are whole. Three tablespoons of fresh rosemary divided. A quarter of a cup of olive oil and salt and pepper, of course, to taste. And we're going to finish with a cup of white wine. Two tablespoons of fresh chives chopped and salt and pepper. 
Of course, you want to wash and dry the chicken, cut the backbone out so it'll lay flat, and then um, wrap your bricks in foil and set them aside. Now, in a gallon Ziploc bag, I just squeeze the zest of the lemon and orange into the bag and put the squeezed oranges and lemons right in the bag with the chicken. Add the garlic cloves, the chopped rosemary, olive oil, and salt and pepper. You want to place the chicken in the Ziploc bag to marinate for at least three hours. 24 is better, but three hours at the minimum. And you want to bring it out an hour before cooking. Then you want to heat a 12-inch cast iron skillet over medium-high heat on the grill. And very carefully place the chicken in the pan skin breast side down. Add the garlic cloves in the pan and place them on top of the chicken. Place the foil bricks on top of the chicken, grill it for 30 minutes, and check the bottom side of the chicken for doneness. If it's not a golden brown, you want to cook it a little longer. Turn it over on the chicken and let it cook on the other side until the thermometer reaches at least 160 degrees, which will be about 15 more minutes, depending on your heat source. I like to use a thin metal spatula to pry the chicken so not to tear the skin. You want to remove the chicken from the pan and let it rest for 5 to 10 minutes. Pour the wine in the pan and deglaze, scraping the pan to loosen the bits that are stuck to the pan. Boil for 2 minutes and place a chicken back into the mixture. Slice the remaining lemon and orange into slices or quarters and add the lemon and orange slices, squeezing it on the chicken. Chop the remaining tablespoon of rosemary and sprinkle on the chicken along with the two tablespoons of chives. You can't do this inside in the cooking. Um, you can cook it on top of the stove for about 15 minutes, turn it over, and then transfer it to a 450 degree oven and cook it for 20 minutes. Chicken is done at 165, but remember it can come out of the oven at 160. So today I leave you with a quote from Guy Fieri, the famous diners, drive-ins, and dives chef. Two, there are two different things. There's grilling and there's barbecue. Grilling is, people, is when people say, we're going to turn up the heat, make it really hot, and sear a steak, sear a burger, cook a chicken. Barbecue is going low and slow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coco's Latest Bite. Want to reach me? It's easy to connect with me on my website, arlenecoco.com, A-R-L-E-N-E-C-O-C-O.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook, so please comment, like, and share with your friends. Now you'll find more information about each episode in the show notes, which will link back to the website and the blog. So don't miss it and have a great day.